Let's start. I watched this movie. Uh-huh. I didn't even know who you were on that movie. I was like, no, no. That woman, she's so wicked. Look at her. Look at this woman. <laughs> like, you embodied the character so well. Thank you. You know, Thank you embodied you. the character so well. It was just kind of like, who is this? She's so mean. <laughs> what is that story? How did she I come know. to this, you know? It was really... Wow. So what's the feedback you've been getting from people after they see the movie? Oof, it's been unbelievable. It's been amazing. I mean, um, Ebony Life TV, they decided to do a great film. And yeah. I dare say they succeeded in doing a great film. They wanted wow. to tell a story about um, sex trafficking. And yes. um, yeah, I think Olotere really brought to the fore what um, sex trafficking really is all about. People hear about it, but they don't really know what is involved. They don't know yeah. the backstory. They don't know what really happens. You just hear, oh, this person has gone to Italy to prostitute. This person has gone to Europe to do, you know, but they yes. don't really know what it entails. Yeah. What these women actually, or these girls actually go through. Yeah. So I, I, I'm glad that Olotere has, you know, really exposed that to the world. Yeah. Um, you know, let's, backtrack a little bit so for those who don't know and those who are just joining us uh we're discussing Olotore the movie that's currently on Netflix that focuses on a true story um of a journalist her name is Tobore Ovorie Tobore yes. Ovori Ovori okay and she put herself in a position to infiltrate the sex trafficking uh, mafia um, in Nigeria due to the death of a loved one. So she, she sacrificed herself and basically got into it and tried to see what it's like and, and bring more light to it. And mm -hmm. she went through so many things to the point where she herself right now, she's even traumatized and all that, but she's been a heroine. You know, she's been a hero, you know, for many women in Nigeria. And we're speaking with actress Omonio Boli, who played um, the character, what was your character's name? Oh. Auntie Alero. <laughs> Alero, Auntie Alero, yes, Auntie Alero. She was basically the madame, you know, one of the people that were like the, I guess, middlemen, you know, to trafficking the girls. And and I'm sure, I'm hoping that the next, the next um, what the next release of it would show us her story because it would be so nice to. How did she get to that character? So we're talking to her. We're talking about the tra sex trafficking issue in Africa. And we're also talking about her role in the movie. So um. For me, when I heard about it and I saw the previews, you know, for me, I'm very sensitive with things like that. You know, any kind of abuse on women just kind of feels scary for me, you know, because mm. it's just scary, you know, it's just scary to see it. You know what I'm saying? So as far as sex trafficking is concerned, we've all heard and we've all, it was, it was even a joke. It's been a joke sometimes. Oh, we all know somebody in this compound that, oh, the sister is in Italy, the sister is in Germany. Da, 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 da. So we all joke about it. We don't really, you know, think how deep and what they really go through, to be honest with you. And mm -hmm. to the point where some girls still want to go. They're like, oh, I go bad. I go still go, you know? And um, Olotere just, hey, just showed us, like, you think it's a joke? Yep. Come and see. Yes. You know? So a lot, of, a lot of girls or regular people don't even know what these girls have to go through. So the movie Olotere, so far, is just the beginning of their story. That's yeah. the honest truth. As mm. horrific as it was, that is really just the beginning. You know, this is what they have to go through to start the journey. To actually, the journey just begun. That's the truth. Yeah, you know, that's true. To go that's through true. the horrors of traveling through back means to get to Europe, traveling through the desert, all of those things. Back channels, yeah. Exactly. And then when they get to Europe, 
it's another horror story. Another whole world. You know, it, it's, it's not, the grass is not greener over there for them. They have to actually go through a lot. Because don't forget, they all had to sign something, you know. Yeah, a waiver. Or something. Yeah, something that we don't know yet. They had yeah. to sign something. And, you know, that signature is really saying you're owing X amount of money. And when you get there, you're going to have to pay all those money back, right? So as you're working, I mean, using your body, I mean, it's not like you're going there to go and do some. And you pay. Or, you pay for it too. You pay for yeah. the trip. You pay for the trip. That's, that's just one. And then you have to pay back your sponsors for bringing you over and that's a lot of money that's in tens of thousands of euros you know so so they have to work to pay back that money and the system is set up against them the system is set up in a way that you're not supposed to pay back fast so that you can keep it's a it's slavery is it's another yeah, form of yeah, slavery straight up it is straight slavery. up wow and you know this sex trafficking issue is going on here in the US. You know, sometimes, you know, it's easy for people to be like, oh, well, it's happening in Africa because it's going on yeah. here in the US. Americans are not safe either, you know? It's going on in Asia a lot. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of Asian countries deal with that as well. Sometimes, even on the street, you see some people and you're like, okay, it looks a little dicey. You know what I mean? There are times that I've heard of a situation where a girl was actually rescued or saved, you know, because she, it looked weird and then people called the cops and sure enough, she was, you know, a victim of sex, sex trafficking. And many European countries, Western countries have created laws you know, for that, where it's almost like when you're found or when they find out the situation, they almost kind of make a quick allowance for the person to be able to get citizenship and freedom and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. you know? But um, speaking of the contract that they had to sign, you know, when I saw that part, I was like, knowing that it's it's a real story, it was kind of like, ah, well, they signed contract for something, with, for something like this too. Yeah. But I decided, we'll never get balls to sign contract. Wow, yeah. you know, it was really surprising. So, I think the, the depravity is so much in the society that a lot of people think, any way out is a way out. Yeah. They're not, they're not stopping to think of the consequences. Some of them don't even know the consequences. That's the honest truth. Some of them yeah. don't even know the consequences. They're just pushed. Some of them are actually pushed into this. Some of them want to go of their own free volition. Some of them are pushed into it. And they don't know the consequences. So they're just signing whatever it is. Let me just get there. Once I get to Europe, all my troubles will be over. All my mm. family's troubles will be over. That's what they're seeing. They're not, wow. They don't know what is awaiting them. Yeah, they have no idea the kind of life they're going to go lead in Europe. They just think, you know what? Anything is better than Nigeria. I know, Anything yeah. You know, I know that it's tough. I know that you know things are not easy in Nigeria and other parts of Africa. But you know what? Anything, any situation you find yourself in Nigeria is better than being a sex slave in Europe. By no matter far. how bad it is. By it's far actually starve in Nigeria than to be a sex slave in Europe because the horrors that those girls have to go through, the things that they have to do with their bodies, the kinds of evil people they even have to meet, you mm. know, predators, all sorts of people with weird yeah. fetishes that you have to do things that you never in a million years would imagine that. Imagine could be ever possible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's not like they're in some fancy, beautiful house when they get there. No, they're all cramped up in some dingy places, you know, because that's what their sponsors can afford or that's where the sponsors put it. They, they're, not treated like, they're not treated like humans. They're treated like commodities. They're just objects. They're, they're you know, they're just using them. That's yeah. what it is. You know, like so slaves, straight up. They live like a slaves. really hard life. Really, really mm. hard life. They're undocumented, so it's not like they're in the system. Oh my if goodness. If you anything is wrong with you, you can't just walk into a hospital because you're undocumented. 
you know mm. so you have to find a way to treat yourself god forbid that you get pregnant you have to find a yeah. way to abort the baby it's it's a horror story it's a wow. horror story for those girls it is a horror story and being that this is it, it is we obviously know it's very rampant um in italy is the main one a lot of people know of but this thing goes yeah. on in germany it goes oh, on yeah. in many european countries for oh, sure yeah. but yeah. italy is like the godfather it seems mm -hmm. you know of this you know so when they were talking about the mafia did they mean the, the sex trafficking mafia or did they actually mean the italian mafia because i was like which mafia are they talking about <laughs> I, I would i would say the sex trafficking mafia wow because you know it, at the end of the day it's not just nigerians that are involved in it obviously they you can't you can't do um you can't have such a grand scheme in europe and it's only nigerians or africans that are involved mm. there will be europeans that are involved as well because it's a big thing it's 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 huge you know it's a big market it's it's wow. it's it's a lot of money it's millions of dollars or euros or whatever so yeah. it's a yeah. big market for them it's a market that they're not really interested in stopping so soon you know so it's up to us to make sure that our girls don't go there yeah basically you know bringing and, and, you know, I don't know if there have been, I'm sure maybe there have been other movies or shows about that, but this one, this one. This really hit home. It oh, really my goodness. Yeah. This one really hit home because, I mean, it just showed it, they don't respect, they don't respect life. Like, are you joking? Yeah. This is not a yeah. joke. Yeah. It just, it just hit home. And it shows. You think this situation, you know, you think this um i think juliana is frozen um yeah i think she's frozen so well um olotre really hits home like she was saying it's it's not a it's not a it's not a pretty picture i know a lot of watch a lottery and they they feel bad at the end of the movie their emotions run riot and they're but am i frozen okay i can you see you now sorry <laughs> oh really yeah you were frozen <laughs> oh oh my gosh you were yeah frozen. i know that's it but yeah i can i can uh, go ahead okay so i i mean like i was saying a lot of people feel bad at the end of the film because it that was not the ending they were expecting but the truth is there is no happy ending for those girls so if you paint a pretty picture, if you paint a pretty picture or put a happy ending, then you really haven't given that story what it deserves. You know, wow, I, the, shock you're right. factor, the shock factor that happens at the end of the film is what we need. Is why that's oh, why we're yeah. having this conversation because people are stunned. People are like, "What is this? <laughs> are you guys kidding? Is this what really happens?" But, but that's it. It's not a pretty yeah, picture. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to say that I also was expecting an epi, uh, a happy ending, but you ha you have such a huge point. There is not, there isn't it. There's not. There's no um, happy ending for the girls who are going through it right now as we're talking here live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The girls who, oh my God, that's that's so true. That's so yeah. true. It's true. It's true. We, the viewers, do not deserve deserve a happy ending just and for our own amusement. As horrific as that ending is, I need people to know that that is just the beginning. The story wow. has literally just begun. That is the beginning. You know, there's so much more. There's so much more. There's so much more. And I really hope that Netflix um, is working on a sequel because it's a Netflix original. I really mm -hmm. hope they're working on a sequel. And I, like I've said before, I don't even think 
just another movie would do it. I think a miniseries is what a lottery really. Oh yes, there's so yes. much story. Like everyone yeah. has their story, and everyone's story is yet untold. Exactly, that's so you true. Know, they have their past. Their that's future. so true. You know, we need to know how did Alera become who she is. What mm. must have happened to her that made her so? I would love to know that. Hard, such a horrible person. Yeah. You know, what happens to Lottery herself? What mm. happens to all the girls? You what know? happened to the sister? What? How did she continue life? You know? Did she even? Her, did she even end up escaping? We don't even know. Ooh, we just saw her run. We So what do we do as viewers to request more? Like, you know, I know rating it is not enough. Like, what do we do to, to get Netflix to know, like, hey, hello, we need more. I've we need said, more. I have said that someone needs to start a petition. I don't know. Nobody's listening. Someone, all With our population in Nigeria, for, we should be able to. Trust all of me. you are asking for a continuation of the story and nobody has thought. I can't do it, obviously, because I'm part of the project. But nobody has thought, you know what? Let us start a petition. Let's say Netflix, yeah. you have got to continue the story you can't leave it this way they have to and this is so important millions of people saying we want a sequel they are going to give you a sequel that's yeah it. that's so true the demand the demand the demand has to be like i'm sure the demand is there we need the to be demand proactive is unbelievable it's as in this movie came out olotere is still on the top 10 in nigeria that's how wow. i mean this is like over a month after release wow it, it's it's you know, when i was searching for it on netflix i think i just put all and that's it. It came up. Wow. Yeah, and this is this is US here, you know, like it came up wow. straight up. And I was like, wow. Okay. It was on the top ten in most countries in the world when it came out. It I mean, the week Olotere came out, it was probably top ten most watched movies in the world. Oh my gosh. Ladies, world. if you guys are watching, if you can if you can start a petition, let's go, let's go, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Because no, for you real, started. we need to see this. Yeah. We need to see this. I really want to watch Alera's. Oh my, okay, let's talk about Alero. Hey, no, Alero, Alero. Alero is something else. Alero is something else. Like, you, you, you have to think that what could have happened to this lady that has made her so hard, so heartless, so cold. So yeah, so hardcore. Alero is just so cold. I mean, you, you have to have gone through some really, really terrible times to become that way, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Alera was also trafficked as a prostitute, you know, earlier, you know, in life. Obviously, and yeah. She, she, she somehow managed to get her freedom, so to speak, and is now, was she even really free, to be honest? Yeah, because, it. yeah. She, because she's she still in the business. Yeah, she's know? in the business, yeah. She's managed to, to maybe pay off her debt or whatever, and she's now part of the people trafficking these girls. So hmm. where, from where Alera is coming, it's almost like, do you, do you know what I've been through? Yeah. Like, do, what do you think this is? Do you think we're here to play? I've been there, done that. I didn't I know. friend, you know, get in line. Yeah, That's the part that I think of is um, when she was telling the old, the pimp guy, say, you, everybody don't go full digital. You, they do analog. <laughs> I was like, even, oh my god! Even in their world, even in their world, there's digital and analog. It's analog, and it's the reality. Like, I think for me, you know, I grew up, you know, partly in Nigeria. I mean, I grew up 
in Nigeria. And I definitely the Nigeria that I know is not that part of Nigeria, you know. But mm -hmm. I, I I enjoyed being enlightened, yeah. seeing that wow. No only so far, all of us know so far day. We get that. Normally, you know? normally. But this one, like, you know, because, yeah. you know, I also, you know, I'm, I'm very privy to what goes on in America very much because this is where I became an adult, right? I have volunteered at juvenile detention centers. I've spoken to young girls. You know, I've, I've gone there constantly talking to them and all that. And they tell you about their stories. They tell you about pimps. They talk about everything that they go through in their own life. I was naive to think it wasn't, it wouldn't be like that in Nigeria. And seeing that, oh, girl, it's the same thing, oh. Yeah, you know, basically the same concept. There are no rules. Anything happens. These girls might die. They might not like. Yeah. Just seeing that was like, wow. It's crazy. That part of Nigeria and them staying in that era. I loved. I loved every part of it. Yeah, it's crazy because even even the prostitutes in I mean, see their life in Nigeria because we got to see their life as prostitutes in Nigeria. You know, before while they're working to to move to Europe. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, even see their prostitution life. What yeah. did you have to go through? See, when they went for that party, you know, who Oluture who was, was um, introduced to, look at how horrible that man turned out to be, you know? So that's what girls actually go through in Nigeria. The Consistently. They don't even have it any easier. Mm. You never know who you're meeting. You're meeting complete strangers every day. What if you meet well, a no ritual value killer? Life. Yeah. What if you meet a ritual killer? They'll just do whatever they want to do with you nobody's really going to miss you so to speak yeah because if anything happens you're, you're you're already on the street anyway so if anything happens to you collateral damage. oh she was a prostitute yeah it was that prostitute yeah. you know it's, and it's that's just it damage and that's it and everybody moves on but but life is gone you know could there life be a possibility that could there be a possibility you know nigeria has this very conservative culture you know let's be honest very yeah. conservative yeah. culture where women are you know they sit down be seen and not heard, be a good mm -hmm. girl. And nothing is wrong with that. Could there be a possibility mm -hmm. that, you know, that other world, see me, that other world, the women who have found themselves in sex work, like I was saying earlier, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, they definitely feel unwelcome in our general society. They definitely feel, definitely judged, and they, they don't yeah. feel human at all. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. How do we, I don't know, get through to, to them in aspects of, in a non-judgmental non manner. You get what I mean? Um, not that we want to save them because their life is, I mean, I'm not saying that, however, in order to, you know, for you to be safe, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I try to not be judgmental. I mean, there's a preferable lifestyle, right? That there's some, we definitely want to live to be safe. You know, how do they get the message where we and our judgment doesn't come in the way of them getting the message? You get what I mean? You know, the truth is, it's not about being judgmental. It's not about not judging someone's lifestyle. The truth is, I doubt that there are people who genuinely want to live that life. Mm. If they had a choice, would they choose prostitution? Or mm. if they thought they had a choice, would they choose prostitution? Mm. I, I, I struggle with, the, with that. Like there are girls or there are women who have a choice to live mm. a normal life or who think because everyone has a choice who think they have a choice to live a normal life and have decided you know what i want to be a prostitute yeah in their head they don't have a choice mm. they're not saying um they're not saying um 
tailoring as a choice. They're not seeing being a sales girl as a choice. They're not seeing um, farming as a choice. Are you with me? So yeah. they, we need to, I think the education needs to come from, or it needs to tour the path of there is a choice. Because yeah. in their head, there is no choice. This I won't do this work. Mm. I will not be work now. They know that. They, mm, they say, that's true. I will not be work. That's so true. They like say, they I've heard that. But they don't think that there is a choice. So the enlightenment should be that there is a choice. You can do other things. You can, you can, you can be a sales, sales girl if, if, that's, if that's all. If you don't have any education whatsoever, you can't you can get a regular job. You can farm. Mm. I mean, mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know, but farming actually pays now. Very well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, are, <laughs> there are people who started from nothing and are millionaires from farming. Yes. You know, so so yes. There, there are options available to these girls. But I don't... I, I, and the funny thing is, prostitution is not even an easy way out. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not even easy either. I mean, now you, work it, you, as, you as a married woman in your husband's house, if they're telling you to spread leg every day, you know, tire. You go tire. You go tire now. Firewood now. You know, it's firewood now. Even if you forgot what to do before I have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you now have to do that every day with different people. Sometimes different people. partners. Come on. Several times Come a day. We know they're not a rig metal, but it's a tire. Yeah. Mm. Do you get so, so yeah. it's not like it's an easy way out, it's not even an easy way out. So, if you have once you have chosen to be a prostitute, it means that you can do hard job because it's a hard job. Mm. So, it means that you can do hard job, which means that you can farm. Hmm. It's easier wow. to farm. I like the it's connection easier there. To okay. farm than to be a prostitute. Yeah, it's actually easier. You don't have to, you don't have to lie down on your back and put, throw your legs up and do different styles for different types of people, depends on what they like. Mm -hmm. because of money you can actually just go farm it's, mm. it's easier you know so i think that we need to make them realize that they have a choice they shouldn't think that you know what this is the last bus stop and no get choice no there is a choice you just have to see it it's not about, it's not being judgmental or anything they probably do not think that there's something else out there more for options them. yeah yeah, yeah. And there are many other options. Uh, I mean, even online, you know, there are people now who have, you know, they do acting online, you know, they just simply see. With the way YouTube is now, you don't even have to do anything. You can just turn on yeah. your YouTube. And to be honest with you, you can really just turn on your YouTube channel and just look without blinking. <laughs> you could be that girl that just doesn't blink for an hour and you are gaining followers. It's the weirdest thing ever. I'm so That's serious. Just, it's the weirdest thing ever. People, people blow for, for, some, for anything right now. Yeah. That you'll be like, Hello, person just they say no, they blink. Now it takes blow. Yes, yes. you'd be surprised. People will love it. As weird as that. <laughs> Remember that guy now that just that just um counts, you know, 51, 52. Have you I seen that? There's that a meme. Oh, there's a guy <laughs> that is <laughs> like life has become so funny. I'm telling you, this guy went viral. And all he does is count in his videos. 51, 50, he's from Southeast Asia. 52, 53, 54. I'm sure, and he has blown, man. What's he wow. blow? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
So there are options. There are so many options right now. If you don't get yeah. shame, especially if you 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 know you 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 get mine, you can do it. Do there are many many options right now. Yeah. And anybody who's watching or listening, it's just to encourage you because sometimes people feel like mm, I said I'm gonna talk when real life come now. You know who will give me the chance to do the farming? Who will give me the chance to? There you know what I'm saying? If you don't, if and the truth is, if you don't look, you will see it. Once you tie yourself to, and this goes for everything in life. It's not just about prostitutes or whatever. Yeah. Once you tie yourself to something and say, you know what? I know get choice. This is it. It means that you're not looking. It means yeah. that you you've given up. up. You haven't opened up yourself to mm. different options. Mm. That's what it means. So when you, you do decide, like, so think about it. Many times you want, you're thinking about something. You are thinking, you know what? I want to start selling this, you know, this serviette. Yeah. You know? And you don't really, you don't really do anything about it. Just think about it once in a while, you know. So you know, nothing really happens. The day you finally decide, this serviette, come rain or shine, I won't sell them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do everything it takes to start selling the serviette. Somehow, the universe aligns and God starts making things happen because yes. you have decided and you have made up your mind. Yeah. And that's how you will start seeing people when they distribute serviettes. Mm -hmm. I know, it always so happens. Other, it happens. Always. When I, before I made my first film as a filmmaker, I, um, I, had, I had gone to film school. I went to New York Film Academy. Um, uh oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did a short course in digital filmmaking and I was like, oh, okay, wow. I direct my own film. And I started to talk about directing this film, you know, but I was an actor. So I, I was acting the whole time while, you know, writing the script and thinking about directing the film. I just used to talk about this film. And once I was talking to a friend and he says, oh, is that not the same um, story you told me about four years ago? And I was like, even what? you forgot, right? Even you I have forgot. been talking about this for four years and I've really not made any concrete move to make wow. the film. So wow. I'd, I'd, gone to, I'd, I'd spoken to one or two um, um, companies for product placement. I'd done one or two things, but I, not really, I, I had not really said, I am going to do this. So when that happened, I said to myself, this is it too. Come rain or shine, hook or crook, I am doing this film. Wow. And mm. I said, actually make plans to shoot wow. this film. Started to do pre-production to shoot a film that I didn't have five naira to shoot. Mm. So when I started doing that, God saw that this is it. She's ready to do this thing any which way. And mm. everything started to align. Together. People that I spoke to, companies that I spoke to two years before, three years before, would just call and say, Oh, what that project you said you were going to do? Are you ready? I think we're ready now. I'm like, what? Wow. From, from, okay, let me pack all the money in the house, children's savings, this, that, that. Let me see how I can put things together. We, sh we started the project without enough money to finish it. Mm. By the time we were done with the project, we had enough money to do post-production and uh, marketing and publicity. Mm. I do not. That's wow. because I got to a point where I said, I am doing this, come rain or shine. And wow. the universe aligned wow. with my words, with my thoughts, with everything. And it came mm. to pass. So, when, so in life, when you, when you give up, when you think, I don't have a choice, I have to be this, or I have to do this, that's it. Everything gives up on you as well. Mm. But when you say, 
I don't, I really don't want to be this person. I really don't want to be in this position that I'm in. I, I need a change. I need a change. And you start to open your mind and your eyes. That's when you start to see ways that you can get that change. Yeah. Yeah. You start but to see ways out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so let's go back to, to the girls that are into prostitution and stuff until they decide that prostitution is not a lifestyle that I want to leave they will not be able to get out of it. But when to decide, yeah. I don't want to be this person. This is not the lifestyle yeah. that I want to live. Mm -hmm. Ways to get out of it will start to open up. Even you will start to think about, I mean, something as mundane or as ridiculous as girls talking to the guys that they're sleeping with. Yeah. Like, you know what? This is not really who I am. This is not really what I want to do. But it's just, this is just a situation I found myself. I actually... I actually learned tailoring. Oh, I sabi do hair. Yeah. I just, I just try to gather money, make a guest shop. Oh, I sabi do makeup. Hair. You know anything? Oh, yeah. I sabi do makeup. Sometimes some of these guys end up helping them. You know, but mm. when you put yourself in that position, that that's it to, oh yeah, Tom, Dick, and Harry, come, do and go, give me my money. Mm. And as far as you're concerned, that's the easy way out. You're never going to get an option. So are there organizations in Nigeria that are open to having these discussions and, you know, nurturing of women who, even if they decide this is what they're comfortable with, but once in a while they stop by, you know, like AA meeting for people who are, you know, yeah. who have um, drinking problems or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So women who want to like have a place to discuss and be themselves, talk about it. Like yeah. talk about all the raw stuff where you know nobody's going to judge you. This is yeah. just a moment yeah. where I can sit among girls that will not judge me. Even if I'm going to go back and do it again, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm here today and the opposite of Alero is there who has experienced it but she's giving yeah. she's nurturing the girls and just my sister you know won't, you know make sure say you they safe make sure say you they use yeah. condom make sure you know yeah. all the yeah. all the little little things you know to yeah. eventually win over their hearts because these girls have been dehumanized yeah you see what happened down deep I mean some of them yeah. were born into this lifestyle so they yeah. were born into the lifestyle and they've been programmed. Like even their own mothers went through it and it's like, what's in, what's in? this is the life they know. Yeah. You know? So are there like organizations back home? 11, 12, 13. Yeah. You know? wow. And they're like, this is it. You know, they started with guys that like, with pedophiles, guys that like yeah. girls. Mm -hmm. And they've just grown into the life of precision. I don't, I, I'm, I don't know that I can say off the top of my head that there are places like that. There might be, I don't know of any, but that would be, really be a great space yeah. for people like that to just, you know, take a breather. Take a break, and just, yeah. And just feel safe for, yeah. for a moment, you know. Yeah. And like you said, gain their trust enough to say, you know what, if when you're ready, we can find a way out for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, you know, we wait till you're ready. When you're ready, we'll find Exactly. Way. I don't know that there are places like that. If anyone knows places like that, please feel free to share in the comments. To section. share, please, yeah. Um, yeah but, like but a I, population like Nigeria, I'm sure there's at least... There might... Know, there, I, 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 I believe there would be. I just don't know them. Yeah, somebody said government should do something for us. Ah, that's just that. We will wait there. We'll pray. We'll pray. We'll pray. Okay, you know, I hear you. I have, I have hear you. Okay. <laughs> we'll pray. You know, it's, it's, um, I really hope so. I hope women who have the opportunity, you know, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the space, you know, um, and the understanding. You don't necessarily have, the, have to have the experience, but the understanding that now is not the time for your superiority you know you know because there are people that have, there, are, there are well meaning people right who 
hmm. would reach out to these girls. You know, you know how some people go and do evangelism to them while they are standing on the yeah. road. Hey, yeah. what betize you? You were born in hell. Like no, they're not that's, listening that's to you. Crap. That's they're not listening to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want, they need. Let me say that need someone who is coming from a totally non-judgmental side. Like you want tea, make I give you tea. You want bed to sleep, we get small quarters for you. You know, like when you're ready to come stay permanently, hey, we, de we get somebody that's teaching apprenticeship into some more stuff. Or what do you do already? Hey, when you come begin to provide this service for this, somebody for you go, go let you work. You know, they will give you small money, manage and small. You know, like there are many of these girls that wish, wish they didn't have to go stand on, on, on the corner the next yeah. day. Yeah. You know, I really just hope so though. Okay, same here. Yeah. I, I really do hope so. So let's talk about your acting ministry. You know, so <laughs> when did you get started? You know, um, yeah, when did you get started? And when did you find out that you really had a passion, you know, for um, for acting? So um, <clears throat> my acting journey is a, it's quite a long one. Uh, I started acting, not professionally, of course, as a little girl. So my first, very first role, I think I was like four or five. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was really little, you know, and it was in a church play. Um, from then on, I moved to different roles in church plays and school plays. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. By the time I was in secondary school, I was um, the head of the Literary and Debating Society, which means, you know, I had to, um, I had to write, produce and direct plays, mm, you know. Okay. At, you know, even um, I was the president of the French club as well. And I had to do that in the French club, you know, mm -hmm. write plays, produce them, direct them. You know, we, we, I mean, we went as far as doing national competitions. I remember once um, I had to, I had to go to Cotonou because I won something, you know, with, okay. with, kids, with kids from other parts of Nigeria, you know, mm -hmm. it, was, it was really fun. But at the time, obviously I didn't know that what I was doing was producing and directing. I just knew I had to, presents this play it's on Parents Teachers Day or, um, if, or for a school competition, you know, but that was really me preparing for my future, mm -hmm. you know, and without, without actually knowing that that was what I was doing, you know. So by the time I was in university, I, um, I, my, my first year in university, some of my friends had been to Lagos and they, then the film industry really had just kicked off. That was in 96, I mean. Mm -hmm. The film industry had just kicked off, you know. It wasn't called Nollywood at the time. It was just like home video or whatever. Home video, I remember, yeah. <laughs> or industry or whatever, right? <laughs> so when they came back to uni, to uni, they were like, oh, you know, they were in Lagos and they were in this film and they met this person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. I want to go. I want to join you guys. So the following um, holidays from school, I went with them. And, you know, that's how I got to be in one or two projects, you know, little, little roles. And before you know it, I got a lead role and another lead role, another lead role. But this was between 96 and 97. And by 97, it became obvious that it wasn't going to work because it was clashing with school and school, my, my school work was suffering mm -hmm. and I didn't want to drop out. At the time, a lot of actors and actresses were dropping out from school. It was actually oh. kind of was actually kind of cool like you know what i'm just gonna face this career you know i can always do university later i said what my mother would kill me single <laughs> mother. hey single mother trying her best to wow. you know push me through school and i'm now saying i'm going to drop out so anyways 
I, I, I had to make a choice. So I chose to just complete my education. So I left. So I left the industry for a very long time. And then I got married right after school. So there really wasn't much of a chance to come back immediately. I got married right after school. I had a baby one year after I got married. And then we left the country. So there was mm. no chance to come back. So my comeback was over a decade after I first came in the industry. Mm. And it was it wasn't easy because of course over a decade after i was a new girl nobody remembered me from before are you kidding mm -hmm. <laughs> so i was a new girl and i was starting all over again really you know yeah. and it was it was tough um i mean trying to talk with people that you knew in the past some of them weren't mm -hmm. really doing that much movies anymore you know things had moved on things had yeah. moved rapidly and nigeria moves so fast but 10 years is a long time for anything, you know? So it wasn't easy, but I just stuck with it. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into the package that you're seeing today, you yeah. know? So, so you, were, with... um, you were, oh, you had, you were abroad and then you were going to... Came back. No, no, no. So we, this, we came back. We came back to Nigeria. And gotcha. then that's when I decided I wanted to go back into acting. Wow. Know? Okay. Yeah. Wow. That is really encouraging, you know, because many people... In, you know, there was a time where everybody was leaving, I and mean, people are still living now, but there was a time where everybody was leaving, you know, yeah. and when Nigeria got a little better, you know, people started coming back, and it's just kind of yeah. like, oh, Nigeria has changed, like, where do you yeah. pick up from? You yeah. know, so that's really good that, you know, that's good to hear, you know, that with a little bit, a lot more work, you know, you were still able to bring yourself right back, you know, into the industry and, you know, and get some, some serious work. So what is there a difference now like right now 2020 and when it was home video in the movie industry in nigeria what's i know it's going through an evolution for sure you know so what do you see uh, what have you seen i mean it's very different um just watching the movies of back then and watching watching the movies now i mean let's talk about the good ones the good movies then and the good movies now there's a world of difference you know everyone's um there's there's a lot of maturity um, the, of course, even the technical know-how has mm -hmm. greatly increased. You know, the movies are completely different in look, yeah. you know, in texture, yes. in everything. It's it's yes. not the same. It's not the same as it was before. We still yeah. have great stories. That's the that's what God has blessed us with as Africans. We yeah. we're storytellers. Such so good storytellers. Have, yeah. yeah. So we still have great stories, but now the quality of our our work is really, 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 really a, yeah. a thousand times better than what yeah. it was before. And I mean, we're not where we're going, obviously. Yeah. We're still going to get better and better as, mm. as, as we journey yeah. as Nollywood. <laughs> and this, this is a good, the, the story, um, the Olotura story is quite different. You know, we're used, we, we've, you know, we're used to the whole, oh, husband, people come and carry the property from the wife. And although oh, those are real, those are realities. Those are things that happen, you know? Um, but or, or who kill you know this one i'm poisoning this one husband this one i married thirty thousand wife we've seen all that and that's fine that's a, that's somebody's reality but now talk now bringing attention to this like the intention that Oloture had has been fulfilled like job well done you know um yeah. oh yes like it, it really somebody somebody said auntie alero <laughs> so, so I was reading about that too and oh my goodness it's like talking about it my heart is like beating fast because it's breaking you know it's breaking for the realities of these girls man like 
the ones who are living in it right now. And to be honest, this is one thing about movies. And one thing I noticed even in American society, there are times that life imitates art. Yeah. Um, art always imitates life. But there are times that life eventually imitates art, where people start to shine light on it, starts to touch hearts. You know what I'm saying? Hearts that are actually cold start to feel like, wait a minute. Uh, shame can't enter inside, you know? Consciousness can't enter inside. Girls took on the peep game, say, ah, eh, I know what, you, what you're trying to do. No, I'm not going there. Yeah. Like, parents yeah. now start no longer pushing their daughters to go and do go Lagos, you know, for whatever reason they don't know. You know, like, people are getting enlightened. And I hope that this, well, there's Netflix in Nigeria. Um, yeah, there is. But I'm hoping, are there any local networks that, oh, it's a Netflix original. Are there Netflix any local original. networks? It's oh, Netflix. so it's not like they'll air it anywhere yeah, else. Original. So, so the truth is, um, a lot of people have seen the film. I mean, most, most Nigerians have seen it. That's the honest truth. Um, I don't know how they got to see it. The, even the ones that don't have Netflix have seen it. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah those so, don't have data. So a lot, of, a lot of people have actually seen it. And the people who have seen it are ambassadors. Mm. Okay. So, so that's what they are. So the ambassadors for that's the very true. ones that are helping to spread the word. I mean, Ebony Life wanted to tell a gripping story, a yes. story that would touch the heart of a very serious topic. Mm -hmm. The director of Kenneth Gang took the story and, and, and wanted it to be very gritty, to, yes. be, to, be, um, to, to be the way it's supposed to be. So mm. you're not sugarcoating it in any way, shape, or form. You're not trying to paint a pretty picture. You're mm. just telling it the way it happens. Mm. So that way, people are slapped in the face with it. Yes. I think Ebony Life, kudos to them. Kudos to Kenneth Gang. Kudos to all the actors and actresses in Olotori. Everyone came with their A-game. They Everyone. did. Like, nobody... I mean, as a character like um, the character Beverly... Um, played Beverly also. She didn't mm -hmm. speak one word, but she was very—you can tell a word. But it was such a strong character. The, her presence was so strong. She told, yep. it, she, she said thousands of things without saying one. Yes, thing. I you noticed know, it everyone too. Everyone came with their A game. Among me, Dada was just so amazing. I mean, there were scenes where even I was getting goosebumps, like just watching her do her thing. You know. Sharon, the lead character, did such an amazing job. You could really follow Olotori's journey mm -hmm. with her. Omaomi, the singer, did a great job. You know, Daniel Effion. I mean, he just had, it was one scene, wasn't it? it was, I yeah. think it was just the scene where he was telling me 13 at 13. It was, but he, he did such an amazing job. You, yeah. could, you could see that this is Alara's boss. Now they're level. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And he pushed it. He came through with it. I mean, Blossom, everyone. Ikechuku. Ikechuku yes. was amazing. He killed it, though. Kid. He killed it, too. He killed it. He killed it. He killed it. He killed it. Good. It was really good. As the local pimp, even Lala. Lala was so good as, as the abused woman, you know? Yes. Oh, yes. Everyone, yes, yes, yes. Everyone. Everyone. I mean, I can't, I can't count everybody now, but thinking about it, everyone came with their game. You watch a lot of you just have goosebumps. You yeah, know? just like because you you you're transported into that world, you forget yes. that these are actors. Even the even the even the extras. Mm. Everyone was yeah, so yeah. Look at all the girls that played the prostitutes, the extras. Yes, they were 
so into it. You know? The scene, you know, the scene, the music. You like they worked on our psychology so well. The music yeah. too, the everything. vibe. Oh everything. The post-production, I mean, I couldn't so ebony like the post-production was amazing. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Auntie Mo, when she sent me the script, I was pleasantly surprised because before now, Ebony Life hasn't done um, any movie like this. You know, most of their movies are comedy, you know. Nigeria is hard, so it's it's okay to make people laugh. Yeah, make people happy, laugh, absolutely. You know, so or, most or happy of, endings, you know, like, yeah, you know, most of their movies good are stories, comedy, yeah. This time, they decided to tell a story that is not funny at all. Mm. You know, a true gripping story. And and Timor did a great job putting this whole thing yeah. together. It's, when it's I saw that it was, it was put together by Ebony Life, I knew yeah. it was going to be amazing. I knew, because I was like, I've already seen the quality of the kind of movies that they make. Yeah. They're about to be the next, I mean, come on. Now. They're, they're yeah. about to be like the African giant of movie making. Yeah. I mean, they are. You know, they, I mean, they are already. They are already. Yeah. 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 When I saw that, I definitely knew it was going to be nice. And, and yeah. you know, um, now the politicians, you know, the part where it's, it's, it's just different, fa I mean, different faces of this issue. When they yeah. got to the border, I thought, oh, hey, now, hey, not knowing that they even have people there. You know, they have people that they are, I know, they have people that they are yeah. settling there. I yeah. mean, they have people everywhere. And it's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, like, once it's, again. It's like, it, like, it's a cartel. It's uh, a cartel. You can't, like I said, you can't do something as, it was a grand scheme. You can't do that and it's just you people. No, there's like people on every level. It's a cartel. There's people on every, all the way to Europe and Europeans. They're all part of it. And that's it's why the mafia aspect of it is, 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 is yeah. it is a mafia. It is, it, it is, is the mafia, is. you know? Yeah. You know, that's why I was like, you know, with how efficient they were, you know, how they were able to get the passport like so fast and how they passed by certain things. And it's like, oh, this is definitely, this is definitely um, serious connection. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I mean, we don't, we don't even know. We don't know how far it goes. My own, my own issue is- We have is, no idea. Yeah. We definitely have no idea. I mean, if this thing, if this Fosia speciality, right? Yeah, it's true. The Fosia speciality, these are the, not only are politicians in Nigeria doing Fosia speciality, they're also doing Fosia speciality in, in, in Italia, right? You know, they're doing, it's true, they're doing this kind of, you know, and, and the fact that it's happened, when I was small, like, we were hearing about these stories. Not the way it was, but just, oh, this auntie has gone to, you know, this one has gone, ah, you hear about this, and you know what they're going to do. It's like you don't have an idea what they're going to do, but you don't know. You, don't, you think you know quite, you don't quite fully know. You know, yeah. the fact that this thing has sustained, you know, till now, that tells you the politicians in these Western countries are also benefiting and supporting it. Yeah. Straight up, they can, they can publicly come and say, yeah, 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 yeah. But they are not doing any strong, because if they really wanted to tackle it, they know where to go and tackle it. They yeah. know. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a billion dollar business. Nobody wants to just sweep it away. It's a billion yeah. dollar business. It's a lot. The sex trade is a lot of money. Yeah. It's, it's an insane, an insane amount of money. So it's a billion dollar business. You just don't sweep it away like that. So that's why yeah. I say it's up to us to do our part to make sure our girls are not going. Yeah. Period. That's it. That's it. If the girls say they are not going, then we know that we have closed ourselves from that trade. Other yeah. people can do. Yeah, close ourselves from the continuous supply of that, you know. They are not supplying people again because mm -hmm. the girls have said they are not going because now they are enlightened. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the part that we have to play. But yeah. and these are the conversations. The whole cartel, 
it's not up to us yeah oh wow it's that's a good point that's a good point that's a good point you know just I like i don't like to fight battles that i can't fight i cannot win i know me too you can't win so don't bother fight the fight the one that you can win yeah you know the one that we can win is our own girls here how do we make sure that they understand what they are going into and mm. they decide they're not going to do it how do we make sure the parents of these girls who push them sometimes understand that they're not going to get a better life they're going to yeah. go kill themselves yeah how do we mm. do that and there's a lot of suicide rate amongst these girls as well of course i can imagine level of of dehumanizing that you do to a human being and they just think what's the point what is yeah. i'm not even, am i this is this life am i even living you know so there's there's so much there's so much wow i just hope that this conversation can continue to happen you know in the open in nigeria and not just us watch the movie you know because a lot of times we watch the movie and we're touched and then we move on as nigerians we go through so much trauma so much trauma on every single thing like you you, you just scroll down on instagram some crazy traumatic thing has happened and it's like yeah. we're so used to trauma happening but the center we're also so used to moving on so fast you yeah. know and i hope that you know us as nigerians realize that us being bothered by something so deep means that maybe you are being called upon to do your little part the part that you can do whatever it is that you do very well it could be online conversation it could be meeting together it could be um I don't know whatever it is that you can do, you know, but, but we know ourselves and we know what we have the ability to do. We know the people that we can reach out to and touch, right? And I just hope that people use this opportunity and the indignation, right, that it has caused to play their part. You know, you are playing your part by bringing it to life and, and embodying the experience, you know? So does anyone have any questions? I wanted to see if anybody had any questions that I can <laughs> ask. <laughs> Yeah, that I can ask you. Oh, another question I had too. As an actress, you know, those of us that are in our 50s and stuff. So, um, I want to start our acting career. What's the, <laughs> what do you advise us to do? You know? It's a tough question. Um, it depends on where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you want to start an, an acting career, you're going to have to start from wherever you are in the world, and you're going to have to follow the rules, regulations, or whatever it is that guides um, acting in that part of the world. So yeah, it's, true. It's, it's too broad to explain in just a few minutes, because I see it's almost an hour. Um, however, if you, if you really think that you have the talent, then I, I suggest that you maybe take some acting classes to harness that talent because a lot mm. of people think i can act and i don't be acting what are you and doing? Not, I get, <laughs> get people coming on set when i'm directing and you're like they they think they can act and you say action and it's just horrible mm. you know because it's not enough to just think you can act you need to actually take some classes to be sure that you can act so for mm. someone who, who understands acting to say, you know what? Yes, we've got something. We can harness it. Yeah. You know, there's some people who are naturals who will just come and want to blow you off. But not That's everyone true. is that way. You know, so, but you need, to, you need to find a way to ascertain that, you know, you can act and get yeah. someone to help you to bring it out. And then after that is when you start your journey into trying to um, be in movies and, and series or whatever and all of that. But first things first, be sure 
that you can act. Mm. And then, um, what was I going to say? Someone is asking, they said, oh, so basically you're saying that no DMs. <laughs> Are you sure we shouldn't be DMing you like 50 times no. a day so that you can, we can get your attention? No DMs, please. <laughs> No DMs. No, I, the truth is, I don't even. I, 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 I do so much. I don't even have the time to start going through DMs. Most times, it's my team that go through the, through my DMs, mm -hmm. and if they don't think it's important enough, they won't even bring it to my attention. Mm -hmm. You know. So, and then if you, of course, if you're DMing every day or every other day, they're just gonna think you're a non-serious person, so they wouldn't even answer you. Mm -hmm. You know. So yeah. No DMs, guys. As you can see, no DMs. <laughs> no DMs, you know. So um, I really want to thank you for taking your time to talk to me about uh, Olotere, the movie, um, and, and also talking about, you know, the sex trafficking pandemic that's going on right now in Nigeria and, and the lack of enlightenment that we've had before. So those who just joined, please look up Olotere, the movie on Netflix. Um, you'll be able to watch it and, and just really learn about the ins and the outs, well, not the full outs, but the ins, some parts of it. You know, um, somebody else was asking, when will a part two come out? We already talked about that. Oh, yeah, I know, but maybe <laughs> they, if they hear from you, maybe they'll believe me. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they can watch, they can watch it, right? You're going okay, to yeah, this, yeah, yeah. So they can watch it. <laughs> So, you know, um, I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that this is not the end of the conversation. You know? So thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on live Thanks, and please. yeah so guys if you can do like a, a group thing to, to bring a little bit more attention or help people who are in prostitution in nigeria or, or have a safe haven for for women to meet um who live alternative lifestyles to meet and yes, get some she's nurturing going to save the life she's going to save the life so i want to say save the life with okay the I, will, I will i will i will i will so you need to go so you can save it fast yes i think i found so, hours oh really oh wow I okay so, yeah. <laughs> so if anyone who is good at this anyone who's good at this please start the group let's all support everybody all right. have a wonderful day thank you so much have a great weekend Love bye bye <laughs> bye bye <laughs>